are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dino Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. <laughs> Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damon. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Mammy. (laughs) My mammy. How did I just get into an Amos Andy episode? Oh, Lord. Well, hello there, (laughs) Sapphire. Yeah, you sit there while we do things. Uh, Here I am, Charlie Bell, representing angry black women everywhere. (laughs) What's up, y'all? Oh, my goodness. Wow. I'm going to say it is hot as his ale. Love it, love it, love it. You are crazy. I love it. I saw your post you uh, put during the last heat wave about all this and that and how you love it and this I and that. Do. And I was like, I'm going to sock you right now. The sun. <laughs> we are the people of the sun, the life-giving force. Yeah, Not well, I. Yeah, well. <laughs> Not I. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a cave dweller. <laughs> yeah, I got that Neanderthal thing going on myself, too. You know? <laughs> You're like a nematode worm. You guys should see us in the studio. We're in here with no lights on. It's dark as hell. We can't even see each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all can probably see me. <laughs> As I light the way, yes. it's like Rudolph. <laughs> Dino the red nosed. Dino with your nose so bright. <laughs> Won't you guide our show tonight? Yeah. Dino with your skin so white. <laughs> oh man, man, you guys know what? I um my my DVR is tripping. What tragedy? Yeah, it's tripping. I okay. Check it out. I said it to record the biggest loser right Mm -hmm. and so i come back like you know a few days later Mm -hmm. and it's filled with stuff about lolo jones wow (gasps) it's just like lolo jones (laughs) oh that hurts the (laughs) winter olympics Lolo Jones Summer Olympics. Oh, God. Lolo Jones Dancing with the Stars. You didn't know. You were clowning. Lolo Jones is part of the Illuminati. Uh, Lolo Jones on the dating game. So Lolo the, Jones. The Lolo Naughty. So Lolo Jones is the biggest loser is what yeah. you're telling us. That's what my DVR says. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, that's got to be painful. It's like, Wow. 
Yeah, how do you lose on the dating game? I bet if she was on the dating game, what? she would find a way to lose. And I don't mean the person, like, she's one of the three to get oh, picked. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she's the one doing the choosing, and she still, still lose. I know. <laughs> the guys come out and be like, no, I'm, I'm good. So, I'm good. You are not the winner. <laughs> I, pick, I pick Bachelor number two. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna, Bachelor number two? <laughs> that's a hurdle I'm not going to jump over right now. So what's been going on with you, D, since last time? Oh, dude, man, I, this this weekend, man, it's, it's been, uh, it's, speaking of losers, man, I, I've, I've, I've been, watching, uh, been watching sports, you know, it's the baseball playoffs. Uh, <laughs> Right. It's uh, football <laughs> football season. You can't be hating on baseball when the Dodgers are doing so well. Oh, come on, we got to represent for our <laughs> Doyers. we got to represent for Dino the Dino hates on everything he doesn't like. <laughs> that's mm. not me. That's Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Scandalous. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, the Angels lost uh, two, two, of the two games. The Dodgers lost a game. And then I'm I'm watching football yesterday. I'm watching football while I'm Ball. watching the while I'm watching the Dodgers. <laughs> you, uh, I'm a I'm a UCLA Bruin fan. They lost. Yeah. I went to go to my I went to watch my little cousin play football. Uh, he's like in eighth grade, and so it's like uh, they, the 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 juniors. They lost. <laughs> You're bad luck schlep ride. Wowsy wowsy woo woo. <laughs> in stereo. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then I watched uh, I watched the Rams come well come from a well they weren't ahead they they almost came back but they lost too it's it's just it's been a hard I think you need to stop watching sports we used to (laughs) um, my my half brother we used to call him uh, Schlepperock really (laughs) yeah. Cause he used to fuck up everything. (laughs) We called him Schlep. We called him Schlep for short. Schlep. Schlep. (laughs) Wowzy wowzy. He hated it at first, but then he owned it after a while. Yeah, wow. <laughs> he Wait. found he found out it was less painful if he just went ahead and owned it because he wasn't going to stop. <laughs> Aww, so, so, so 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 where is he now? Oh, he's dead now. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is really. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, of course. <laughs> Bad luck. That's yeah. what you got. That's what you got. Oh man. So. Oh man, it's like it's yeah. like it's like he 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 would eat Lucky Charms and throw up. <laughs> yeah, man. So Charlie Bell, what's what's been up with you since the last couple of weeks? We haven't seen you in a minute. I know. Well, I'm getting over a little cold, as you can probably tell my voice. But um, a couple things. So let me just tell you real quick. Uh-oh. Um. <laughs> First of all, I've been very, very upset about the Secret Service breaches at the White House. That shit is really fucking upsetting me. So, I don't know. They, you know what? That's disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. That shit's an inside <laughs> job. They need to, until they get the fucking shit straightened out, I'm just telling you, they need to come. I feel like they could just get some, some bloods and some crips up in there and just hold it down. Right, right? Real, just real quick, real smooth until they work out the Secret Service shit because I think the brothers can keep it together a little tighter. Yeah, because they never shoot anything on accident. Did you see the... Uh, did well, you... I better to shoot things on accident than let motherfuckers get all up in the East Room. Did Fuck you, that. Did you see the satire article about um, the first family moving yeah, out? Yeah, I posted it. I posted that. 
Like, first oh, family oh. seeking better security moves to a New York building with a doorman. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Gus the doorman. <laughs> Been working right. there 16 years. Right. Hillary, if somebody tries to cut the Hillary's call up and see oh. if you want, oh, want company. Well, where's that Where's that apartment building where it says that like they have a section for the middle class or the oh yeah oh the low the the moderate income yeah 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 yeah, yeah. low yeah, yeah. They move in there you know they they you know they'd be in the good part right Come. yeah they'd be up there with the clean people yeah right <laughs> so swimming crazy. pools right <laughs> right black gold movie so, star <laughs> Texas tea <laughs> so to distract myself from my despair over the state of the fucking security of our black president i went on a date no that, i'm sure that solved everything <laughs> it was fun you know actually it wasn't really a real date it oh, was, here we go. <laughs> right it was a pre-date no it was a pre-pre-pre-date no it was a post 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 date what the hell it was a date it was a well it was a reunion <laughs> with my first boyfriend ever Oh, oh yeah. reunited and, and it, it feels, feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was in town. Um, he lives cross country and he was in town and we just were able to What's his name? Peaches? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, hell no. Peaches and herb. She's peaches. <laughs> right. No, he was her. He's her. Right, right. He's her, right, right. <laughs> was, exactly. We'll just let him go by herb. <laughs> But they yeah. were, they are the ones that sang reunited, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Herb, yeah. Herb. okay. Yeah, the second incarnation. Yeah. yeah. So Herb was great. He was it was it was interesting to see like after all these years we were talking about like just you know, our perspective on our relationship and the things he remembered versus the things I remembered and just how, how old were you guys? When you guys, you know, first the first time around? Like nineteen. Like 19. babies. We were babies. Were you in uh you were in college together? Um or College age. College age, yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was very interesting. And to see if we would still be attracted to one another. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever think about that? Like, if you met, went back and through all your exes, like, what the attraction level would still be? Yeah, when you go back that, that far. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I think, you know what? I think, for me, that age, mm-hmm. I would still, I mean, I, unless she looks drastically different like mm-hmm. i don't think my taste has changed enough that i wouldn't be attracted to her unless she's changed a lot right. but i think maybe when you go younger than that then mm-hmm. i think that'd be more interesting to see like you know how your tastes have changed yeah yeah well you know i, I ran into uh i ran into a girl that i i used to have a crush on in second grade oh wow uh, yeah well you were with me Oh, oh, I was? Remember, yeah, at oh, Starbucks. Okay. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she called the police. Uh, when I, and I said, "Hey, remember me?" <laughs> and yeah, that'll said, crush we were, a romance. We, we were in Mister. <laughs> we were Mister. McKenna's second grade class together. She said, "Oh, okay, nine one one, please." Oh, no, but seriously, uh, uh, you know, yeah. After a certain age, usually, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing, but I think most guys, you know, after. You know, after a certain age, if they see a woman and she looks a lot like she did, mm-hmm. you know, um, 20 or so years ago, probably still would find her attractive. Yeah. Um, unless now he may not. The personalities may have changed. Right. That, that, yeah. might, that might. Like the fact that you're, you, you know, you're a bitch now. Maybe that might. <laughs> that that might not go over so well. Ow, that hurt. Why would you call me a bitch, man? <laughs> 
call me a bitch. That was uncalled for. Dino. Oh, oh Charlie. You bitch I'm ass. sorry. You the bitch, bitch. <laughs> anyway, I'm not a bitch. Anyway, in fact, he No, said, you're not. You know what you're it not was? a bitch. You know what? It was actually fun. Like, the fun part was, like, a lot of, like, the, the old kind of, like, the chemistry was mm-hmm. there in terms of just, like, yeah. like our repartee and how... Mm-hmm. I, it was, like... Repartee. I remember, yeah, whatever. Like I remember, no repartee, nigga. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> we gonna repartee. <laughs> um. Anyway, so just like our, you know, our our back and forth. It was just fun. It was like the little dialogue, right. yeah, it's like flirtation. The thing- and he he said. And I believe him because it's true. He's like he said that I've he said he said that I got even hotter than I was back then. Mm, okay, I can believe that. Nineteen, you're probably skinny. No, I was never skinny. No, um, but I also I'm more. I think I'm more fit now. Like I wasn't into working out back then. And I mean, you know, when you're older, you can afford. Yeah, you get older, your lady lumps kick in. I mean, nineteen, you're they're pretty kicked in. But yeah, um, that's, <laughs> well, nineteen, that's yeah, that's pretty good. Nineteen, but I um no, I'm I'm more into you know working out and taking care of myself, and you know I have more money to keep my you know appearance up. So yeah, the clean people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I find I find the same thing. It's like with people that I mean, just in general, people that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, you run in. I run into them, and if we if we have like a if we have a if we had a a connection back then, right? The connection never goes away. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Unless you know, unless something's changed. But right, other right. than that, usually, whatever whatever it was that connected us is still there. I agree. Well, I, and I, I don't know. I, I've had I haven't had that experience with, um, not not talking romantically, but just friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, it's actually sometimes embarrassing running into old friends like really? yeah sometimes i've run in, i've run into old friends who you know kind of like don't have anything going on or uh, you know what i mean, I mean you're like, embarrassed for them yeah i guess that's what it is and <clears throat> the only thing you have in common is 20 years ago when you were in college together and that's right. pretty much it and then after that the conversation is just kind of like it's like you have to keep talking about the old times because there's nothing now that you can talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like kind of like awkward and right. Yeah. But I think that, so but right. I think that actually, yeah, you're right. That happens sometimes. But I think what, what Damon's talking about and I think what my experience more so has been is when there was something underlying that connection. Yeah. Like in that situation, probably the only thing that brought you together was your common circumstances and then when the circumstances change. But if there's a deeper connection, whether it be, you know, personalities mm. or shared interests or hu- sense of humor or, you know, spirituality, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like that stuff stays. And I mean, to me, that's been one of the 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 few i would say blessings of actually getting older is mm-hmm. like i have all these long-term friendships mm-hmm. and seeing them evolve and seeing that connection like mm-hmm. stay intact through different you know ups and downs has been like a cool thing about getting older you know you know another another cool thing and i, I guess i i have uh social media to, social <clears throat> media to thank for this is connecting with people that i knew a little Just, bit. I could say, you know, if I saw them on the street, I would wave. Right. But that was the extent of our, that was the extent of our our, our friendship. Right. Or, or we were more acquaintances than anything. But like, I've uh, I've connected with people. It's like, wow, 
Uh, it's like we 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 have this we have this thing. It's like like why didn't we feel this way in high school? Or you know, it's yeah. like it's like what 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 happened? What changed? Why are we why are we so connected? And then, like Dino said, there are people that yeah, you didn't hey, you know you were friends with, but you were yeah. you did you did things together but you didn't really hang out or you yeah you were more friends of circumstance yeah 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 no that's so funny you brought up the social media thing mm. i have this i don't want i know we've got to wrap this part up but it's just like funny because i had these when you said that there's these mm. two girls that totally immediately came to mind mm-hmm. which they were these two girls that were in my high school i knew them from you know all through high school we mm. were in band together mm-hmm. and you know our band was huge, so mm-hmm. of course there was lots of band nerds, but we were the cool band kids, and so I always kind of looked at what, them what, as like... That's what, what you think. No, 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 we were... I mean, it's all a hierarchy, I what, promise you. What instrument did you play? I played flute. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And so, and this one girl you was... played with the flute? And they were the flag, they were the flag girls, so, you know, they were kind of like... The, the instrumentalists kind of looked down on the flag girls what'd you girls do with that bit. flute in band camp? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> in one time in I band camp? I my flute, Okay. <laughs> No. That bitch fucking ruined band for everybody. That one movie, that one line in that movie. She's up here flouting her sexual... uh, uh, Her her sexual... uh, That was hilarious. I was square. I wasn't doing any of that. But anyway, but the point Mm -hmm. is that I kind of like... We were friendly, but we weren't mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. in in high school. And now, like on Facebook, like they've eat changed and mm-hmm. they went to college, and now they're like big liberals and mm-hmm. like everything that I post, they're all mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, right on, sister." Mm-hmm. They're like these white girls. They're like, yeah, they're the burning da- their yeah, bras like they're like the downest bitches. They're like, yeah, they, they Ferguson. Buy bra- <laughs> they, they, they buy bras just to burn them, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just so cool. I'm like to see because you know these like total white girls we we all came out of this very conservative mm-hmm. you know suburban town and like we've all you know had different experiences mm-hmm. that turned us into people with a lot of more common interests which mm-hmm. is really cool to see mm-hmm. hmm. well i actually have a reconnect story mm-hmm. i um since the last episode reconnected with two old friends um some uh two sisters mm-hmm. that i was i was friends with and well, the way it, the way it happened. Well, shout out to uh, to Lanita and Lorianne Gatewood. Even though uh, Lorianne's uh, married again, and her last name's not Gatewood anymore, but I don't know what it is. I can't remember. I think it's Young or something. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Lorianne and Lanita. <clears throat> they know who they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lanita said she's gonna start listening to the show. So oh, she had nice. already downloaded some episodes. But uh, I thought I was gonna give her a shout out. My uh, my first. My first job away from not like not counting my working the slave labor, the child slave labor that I used to do for my dad. Mm-hmm. The, the first legal job I had was at the uh, bookstore um, in junior college in mm-hmm. West L.A. And that's where I met Lenita. She was uh, she was technically my boss. She was my supervisor, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in a way, sort of. I don't know. She outranked me anyway because mm-hmm. I was just a student worker and she was like a, a clerk or something like that. And. Lenita was cool. She was, and uh, yeah, she was kind of. She was very different. She was one of those, like a old soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. basically, even even more than an old soul. She was kind of like, like for uh, as a matter of fact, for a long time, I kind of didn't get that she, how she was, because like, on the surface, like you know meeting you and or whatever she's nice and she's polite or whatever mm-hmm. but she's kind of mean mm-hmm. like but not like 
but not mean to your face. Mm-hmm. Like, but she's kind of mean and she's kind of standoffish and antisocial. Mm-hmm. And her sister Lorianne, the older one, even though Lanita seems like the older one, mm-hmm. Lorianne's the older one. She's the nice one. She's mm-hmm. sweet. They're both sweet to you if they're your friends or whatever. But right. Lanita's the type of person like you walk into the store. Or whatever, and she's like, oh, whatever, whatever. And then you walk away, and then she mumbles something on the roof, like, ah, oh, you know, that kind of thing. Right, 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 right. You know, and she was kind of actually like more of a kind of a curmudgeon. Right. Right. She was like a, this, this, this pretty 25 year old. She was cute. Both of them were, they, they both were really cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, had, you know, kind of crushes on both of them. Of course. But um, what do you mean, of course? You have, no, you have good tasted women, okay? Yeah, but they weren't even like my, my type. But I, well, you but, still have good taste. Yeah. Taste. Transcends type. Yeah, because they, Lanita's like tall and slender and motto esque, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And I think I know her. Is she in politics? No, she's not. Okay. You don't know her. Okay. <laughs> you don't know everyone, Charlie Bell. No, I know. But I do know a Lanita that sounds yeah. a lot like the one you're talking about. But anyway, she was, like I said, she was kind of like, you got this exterior of this, this model looking young, you know, she's like 25 at the time. I'm like 20, 19, or whatever, and but her personality is she's kind of curmudgeon-y, like this, mm-hmm. like this old man on the inside, like you know, bah humbug and stuff. Like, give you an example. I remember being really excited when this new female group came out on the scene. Mm-hmm. I just came from the music store, bought the cassette <laughs> for, for my Walkman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you don't know what they are, young kids, go and Google it. Yeah. <laughs> you can see pictures. Yeah. It's very funny. Anyway, uh, so I walked into the to the bookstore where I'm like, Lanita, you gotta hear these girls. They are they're great. You gotta hear them. They can really sing whatever. Mm-hmm. And who was it in Vogue? It was in Vogue. And the song was <laughs> Hold On. And you know that a cappella yeah. first part? Yeah. I played that for her. And her thing is like I guess it's all right. It sure was a whole lot of screaming. I was like, are you kidding me? A whole lot of screaming. I was like, wow. But that's that was their follow-up single. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's so anyway. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, so her sister, and I ended up working for her sister later on. Her sister had her own business and she still has the business. And um, I worked for her for like a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow we lost touch, probably because uh, Lanita never calls me and I would only have to call her. Mm-hmm. And uh, but, yeah, um, her her I, I looked them up and I found one of somebody's number, either mm-hmm. her or her sisters. And I left a message. But that was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I assumed it wasn't them mm-hmm. since nobody called me back. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I get this call, you know. With this, uh, the the nickname that they had for me was Danny Romilotti, which was a Aww. character on uh, on some soap opera. That's funny. And uh, I get this message saying Danny Romilotti, and I'm like, oh my god, I know who that is because nobody calls me that except those two. Right. And uh, so I called and I talked to Lauren. She's got a a, a daughter in college now, and she's oh, wow. a, a bishop's wife. And I'm like, oh lord, you. 
<laughs> you? They let right. you be a bishop's wife? What? No, I'm just kidding. Lorianne, she's sweet. But uh, yeah, and then I t- caught up with Lenita and everything, and uh, it was good times. Good mm-hmm. times reminiscing, and she's still, uh, but anyway. <laughs> and she's got the same phone number, which she really does have the same phone number all these years later. I was like, this looks like the same phone number, is it? And she was like, yeah, it is. I was like, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> and she's still the same, Aww. still crotchety old, sweet. Sweet but crotchety. Yeah. Lenita. <laughs> but, but now it's more age appropriate. <laughs> right? Like, She's supposed to yell, get off of my lawn. Exactly. Yeah. Like Bill Cosby trapped in Beyonce's body. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Shooting at little kids. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, we can't joke about shooting at little kids these days. Mm-hmm. Although, the killer of Jordan Davis did get life in prison. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Yay. And that that was uh, the kid who uh, uh, that was killed because his radio was too loud. Yeah, yeah. he was playing that yeah. that infernal rap music. Yeah, he yeah. said, "What is it? Uh, my radio? Believe me, I, I like, like it loud. loud. I'm the man with the box, box that, that can, can rock, rock the, the crowd." And then they shot him. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was messed up. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? He's gonna be listening to in prison. I imagine there's gonna be some <laughs> rap music <laughs> going on in prison. <laughs> but you know what, though? I mean. Seriously though, guys. There's, okay, there's this this issue with my daughter. Uh-huh. I, I've been okay. wanting to talk to you guys about, and actually, anybody in the listening audience that might be able to break me off some tips because I, well, unfortunately, she has inherited some stuff from me. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess fortunately enough. For, well, first of all, let me say I'm so proud of her. Right. Of she's such a sweet baby. She is. Um, she's and very bright. Damn near perfect. And that's what her teacher says every time I talk to her. Mm-hmm. I, after before she tells me how what what kind of trouble she's in, she tells me <laughs> she is so bright. She's my brightest student. And then you know because she has a new teacher now, Miss Wu. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she Woo! just she just got her uh, her uh, progress report, not the actual report card. Right. She gets her report cards in a while, and mm-hmm. she has. I love how thorough they're their reports are it's mm-hmm. like really thorough not only do you see the subjects but you see every every single assignment that she's had oh, and wow. signed and, and, and the score on it is ridiculous wow, ridiculously thorough i love it but yeah out of 46 grades since school started out of 46 assignments um they were all fours which you know they, mm-hmm. they graded one two three four mm-hmm. four is a um all fours except there's there's two two threes two twos and a one mm-hmm. and the ones in yoga oh, okay <gasps> so you know i had to get in that ass about the yoga <laughs> no, i mean it's not I, very flexible i just had to talk to her no it's not that is that she she's just not putting she's not listening she doesn't do what the teacher tells her to do because mm-hmm. that's all she has to do right. she had yoga last season or uh semester year yeah she okay. had yoga, yoga last year and mm-hmm. got a b or an a in it right because she ended up on honor roll she got all b's and a's and everything right. so i know she got like an a in yoga and she right. could do it now too but she's on this thing where she doesn't want to listen or whatever, but mm-hmm. or listen what she is? wants to listen. I don't know, but that's not even the problem yet. Okay, go ahead. I'm still on the good stuff. So, okay. so yeah. So out of 46 grades, you know, mm-hmm. so I told her like this for the most part is pr- is very good, and I'm very proud of you. But you know, you, the, the 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 two threes are okay. Mm-hmm. I said, but these two twos and this one that can't be on there when a real report card comes in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to get that up. 
especially this one because mm-hmm. I know that's only because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. So anyway, um, no, what <clears throat> what the issue is is that well, like I said, she inherited some stuff from me. Not only you know the the good stuff, but like the HSP, mm-hmm. the the highly sensitive the person mm-hmm. that which is related to anxiety, of course, and also. Um, kind of related but more of an offshoot which I, I never really had but she has this fear thing mm-hmm. and that's oh, part yeah. of the reason why I don't know how to deal with it like it's she's really like and it's, it's weird because it got it, it was starting to get better mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden it started getting worse and it's, it's so bad now you guys know how she loves Walking Dead I told her mm-hmm. that when it comes back next week she's not going to be able to watch it because she gets so terrified of things like mm-hmm. there's Let's see. There's bugs. Mm-hmm. And I can I can point back to the moment when the whole bug thing began. Because when we moved into this house, when she was like one and a... I think she was one and a half or mm-hmm. something when we mm-hmm. moved into this house. Mm-hmm. She used to play with bugs. Mm-hmm. Like, she right. wouldn't actually touch the bugs. But mm-hmm. she would go out in the backyard with me and she would get a stick. Right. And she would, like, play with the ants with the stick. You know, right, scoot right. them around in mm-hmm. the dirt and stuff right, like that. Right. She would stoop down. <clears throat> You know, to the ground and oh, aunt, aunt, mm-hmm. daddy, aunt. You know, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. <clears throat> but then, my wife sees us. This is like a couple years later, so she's probably three at this point. Mm-hmm. She sees the spider and the stairwell, and she freaks out, ah, overreacting. Yes, my wife uh-huh. overreacting. Yeah, spider, honey, honey, kill spider, honey, kill spider. So naturally, you know. Well, I wouldn't say naturally, but I'm, I'm pretty sh- sure what happens is Danya's like, oh, okay, if mommy's afraid of these. There must be something. These, to be right, there's of. something. Right. Exactly. Of. So now, there's, now, now, therefore, I'm afraid of bugs. Now she's Little Miss Muffin. Not just, yeah, exactly. Not mm. just spiders, but like whatever. Right. right? And so then um, it goes from that to her, uh, her granny, my wife's mother tells her a story about how her uncle Ray Ray when he was a kid got bit by an ant mm-hmm. oh boy she doesn't bother to explain to her that these are like special black ants or army ants whatever mm-hmm. you call them mm-hmm. you know and that in my whole life I've heard of these ants I've never seen one right, right. never seen one right I'm almost 45 never seen an army ant never seen an ant that bites I've only seen the little bitty ants that are around the house mm-hmm. and whatever else I assume these other ones live in the woods somewhere or mm-hmm. something I, I saw the giant red ants when I was a kid yeah see I've never even seen those yeah. never seen anything other than the tep- typical little black ant little house ant yeah exactly OG and, ants and little, so little piss she, ants. she doesn't <laughs> <laughs> <It's> stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, she, so she doesn't bother to tell her that this diff- there's different types of ants and right. the ants that she sees. Mm-hmm. Not that it would help a lot anyway, yeah. but it would help some. But yeah, right. she didn't. So now she's terrified of all bugs, but especially ants and spiders, right? Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> my father decides to tell her some story about roaches or something oh lord which i don't even know why but so then now she's then then she became like and oh and after each of these incidents it's not like oh it just go no it's like a week of non-stop talk about ants and 
or roaches or spiders or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's really especially embarrassing about it. Now, she, the girl has never even seen a roach in her life. Mm-hmm. We've never had roaches. We don't have roaches here. We, don't, we didn't have roaches in the apartment where, where we lived until she was one and a half. Mm-hmm. She does not know what a roach looks like. Mm-hmm. You know? But she will come, Daddy, Daddy, a roach is a roach in my room. It's on my pillow. Ah. I go up there. It's a piece of lint. Oh, my God. You know? Or another, if it's a bug at all, it's another bug or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's a bug that she knows. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, not a roach, that's an ant. You know what an ant looks like. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You never, you know. So, <laughs> so thanks to all these uh, old people, <laughs> you know, uh, um, yeah, she just, she freaks out if it's a moth or whatever. Mm-hmm. She just flies anything. She just like really freaks out and i mean like she gets hysterical mm-hmm. and it's like wow how do you you know i've talked to her and i'm like baby look you know daddy and mommy are not gonna let anything happen to you mm-hmm. we're not gonna expose you to anything that's gonna hurt you you know if a, if a fly or, or a moth or something was that was dangerous then we would you know we would take care of it right away mm-hmm. we wouldn't just you know and it calms her down a little bit but not that much and then mm-hmm. Like, and then <clears throat> now with television and movies and stuff, now she, she could take mild stuff like mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. I consider it kind of mild. Mm-hmm. Um, she liked it where like she would sit on my lap and she would like hot, she would have the covers and mm-hmm. she would peek back and forth under the covers. If it got scary, she'd go on the covers and then she'd come back and then, but she loved it. I, you know, you try to tell her not to watch it and she'd cry because she wanted right. to watch it. Right. So she loved it. But now it's to the point where it's not, it, it's like it's, it goes beyond that. Like right. it, it turns into anxiety because it's like we're watching, uh, what was it we were watching the other day? Oh, that new show, Stalker. Right. Right. And we're watching it. Daddy, what's a stalker? Oh. You know. And, and it's hard, and, you know, and it's hard because on the one hand, it's like you don't want to lie to the kids, but at the same time, it's like you're trying to protect them. And I'm like, I'm starting, my mind is going like, okay, is this going to be a problem? Like, you know, I'm wondering, like, is is this show? And actually, before we even, the first scene, like, set her off. It was like, and generally, she's okay with, like, TV violence. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, generally she's okay with TV violence. Mm -hmm. But the first scene is like this woman... This this guy's throwing gasoline on this woman and setting her on fire. Oh, oh my god! Right, so she freaked out. She got hysterical after that. Mm. So, uh, well, listen. Wait, wait, I'm wait. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know. So, okay, obviously, you know, the, the easy part is okay. That kind of stuff is easy to like. Okay, you can't watch this. Don't expose her to that. Right, but. That's just one little part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's only that's only one little part of it, and and then sometimes you know things happen by because that's. I mean it's it's I mean it's, it kind of sounds violent, whatever. But as far as TV goes, it's daytime. It's mm. not you know, right? It it it's pretty it's pretty mild, really. Plus, she's not going to run across uh, somebody setting someone on fire, right? So, but the thing is, like sometimes stuff happens before you can. Like, we didn't know that that was going to happen. Right. You know right. what I mean? It was the yes. first time we turned the show on. That was the first scene, and it was like, bam. And it was like, we can't unring the bell. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It right. was like trying. Yeah. So she was terrified. She didn't want to go to bed. She was scared somebody was stalking her. So I'd let her sleep in the bed with us. My wife 
hates that. She kicks her out. So, but she was so terrified she wouldn't get in her bed. So I, mm-hmm. I got up and I walked her to her room, and I told her again that you know it's going to be okay. Daddy's not going to let anybody hurt her, and there's nobody. You know, it's just the it's just a TV show. Nobody's watching her, and you know that type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But man, it's like wow. So this is the thing. Like I feel like I can speak to this a little bit because I was um... scaredy cat. Well, yeah. I mean, I was a very sensitive child and had a lot of anxiety, which, you know, is, like you said, it's it's partially genetic. It runs in your family. And it's just, it's it's an emotional disposition, right? And so I think that, I think that there's some kind of parenting. I mean, I'm not a parent, obviously, but I'm speaking from the perspective of, of having been that little girl, like being able to identify with where she's coming from. And I think that, for one, if I were you... I would, you know, maybe talk to either the school counselor or, you know, maybe a personal counselor. Not that she needs counseling per se, but just somebody who can maybe give you some parenting guidance. Because what I think is that when you're parenting a highly sensitive child, that um, for one, you do have to be more like things that wouldn't necessarily upset or impact another child. I think you have to have a more controlled environment. That doesn't mean baby her or overprotect her, but I think you just have to have a more kind of controlled, disciplined, like very um, consistent environment, right? Which I think you already do, but maybe even a little bit more so. Yeah, well, like, you for need example, to do it. I, told, I told my wife because cause I, I've been – actually, like I said, in, in some ways things – it's weird because some in some ways she's gotten better, some ways she's gotten worse. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. – um, from the time she was, I can always, my wife has always told her stuff like, you know, don't talk to strangers oh. and don't, you know, the stranger danger and all that kind of stuff, like preparing her. Right, like right, that. Right. And I've always been torn because there's a part, excuse me, there's a part of me that's like, okay, that's my little girl. I want her to, to be innocent and not have to worry about that stuff for as long as possible. But then on the other hand, it is real. Like, right. kids do come up missing. Right. And sometimes it's because kids are too trusting or because they haven't been taught mm-hmm. that don't just go with anybody or, you know, or kids are touched and mm-hmm. they don't know how to deal with it or to tell somebody because, right. you know, they haven't been told. So right. I've never told my wife not to do, not to right. tell her that stuff because. But so that's, so that's what I was getting to next is like, I feel like you and your wife need to be more on the same page about how you're going to react to things and how you're going to explain things and how you're going to like, you know, like her freaking out about bugs in front of a little girl isn't really cool, you know? And well, I know you can't control your wife's behavior, but I feel like you guys need to be more on one page about kind of like the way you're going to approach that stuff. And like, yeah, people do exploit and abuse kids, but I mean, realistically, the statistically, the chances of that happening are so small compared to, you know, the level of anxiety that, that is, seems to be... Well, like I said, be, well, bef- she before, she didn't show any indication that that type of stuff bothered her you know she just was like okay okay you know whatever but now that i see how sensitive she she is or have become or whatever i told my wife i'm like we probably i'm like i'm i said i told her i'm like i'm not blaming you right i'm not and no way am i saying this is your fault no it's not your fault you know it's not your wife's fault that she's sensitive yes that's right 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 
and I'm not or or that she's having troubles or whatever. Any of that. I'm right. just saying that we should wait till she's uh, older for any more preparations of these dangers be- right, right, when right. she can handle it better. Right. Because right Absolutely. now she can't process it. She can't handle it. And she's very anxious and stuff, right. whatever. And I don't think it it helps. You right. Know? You're right. So I, I think we need to lay off on that. Yeah. So I think that ultimately, like, the things that she reacts to, like, things that bother her today aren't going to bother her in six months. Or, if I, you know, things that didn't bother her six months ago are now bothering her. The thing that whatever it is that sets her off, the triggers are going to change. But I, what's not going to change is that she's always going to be a highly sensitive child. Right. You know, she's always going to be prone to anxiety. And so I think the things that you and your wife should do to kind of, like, support her in just managing that is just make sure that a that along every step of the way that she feels you know that she can express herself like i think a lot of times what freaks kids out is when they feel like they can't express their emotions you know and so they so then they they act out their emotions in a negative way like seeking attention through not that she i'm not saying that she's seeking attention but i'm saying like because they're anxious about one thing they can't express it it might manifest as like oh my god i'm freaking out over a spider but it could just be a generalized anxiety that she can't express i think part of it is like helping her to just express herself as well as she can like all the time i think another thing is like techniques like yoga and and meditation and just like just different relaxation techniques that you can teach kids have been shown to really help kids, especially kids that are prone to anxiety. So that's something you should definitely encourage her to, I think, participate in. And she can, I think she will definitely benefit from, from yoga. Like yoga changed my life when I got into it. And, um, you know, I think that when, as a child or even as an adult, the more ways that you have to self soothe and to kind of manage your own anxiety, then that empowers you. And that like helps you feel like your anxiety isn't going to control you. But ultimately, I mean, I think that, so my, my three things is like help her express herself, help her learn ways to relax herself, you know, and you and your wife need to be definitely on the same page about like how you're going to parent. And I don't think it would hurt to kind of touch base with, you know, some kind of a a specialist who works with, you know, kids with anxiety and, and, and stuff. And because there's probably, I mean, I think you guys are doing a lot of the right things, but I think, like you said, you're just, you're witnessing how kids with, that are very sensitive to their, to stimuli. I mean, and that's part of, that's, that's like the flip side of the coin of her being very bright. You know, she's, she's bright because she's so perceptive, right. you know, and picks up on things. So I think that you guys are just going to have to be a little bit more, concerted in your efforts about how you kind of well i know one thing i definitely have to i have to finish those but well the 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 person who wrote the book or the person out when back when we first talked um started talking about the hsp um dr <clears throat> elaine whatever her name is uh mm-hmm. she's written books and one of them is about parenting uh, uh um highly sensitive child right exactly mm-hmm. yeah and i have to read the one i have to i have to I have to read the one that I bought for me and and read the one for her. Yeah. I definitely have to make time to to do that. Yeah. And because now I see like even I realized back then I could see the signs yeah. that that she definitely inherited that stuff from me, but like mm-hmm. now it's like even more apparent and it's kind of yeah. like the way it seems to manifest itself a little differently in her than it does in me, but it, it's still there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, and ideally your wife would read it too. I mean, ideally that they. I think the main thing is for you guys to be on the same page. Well, with yeah. A lot of stuff. Well, we're 
with her, we're kind of on the same page. With me, that's a whole different story, though. It's like I'm I'm in a lose 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 situation. Why do you, you say know? That? Well, okay, I give you an example. I just recently, kind of by accident, discovered something that kind of helps me cope better. Mm-hmm. Um, I a, a few months back, I got these really nice headphones. You, uh, mm-hmm. you guys ever heard of Gorilla Gadgets? Mm-hmm. Well, they had these uh, these headphones that um, like a year ago they were offering. It was kind of a um, like a test trial period or something. Mm-hmm. They were like $150, $200 earphones for like 30 bucks or something. Oh, nice. And so I got them, or I, I ordered, I paid my $30 for them, and they were on back order and back order twice and whatever. And I finally got them a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And they're really nice, and they're, they're kind of like these, except maybe even more... They might look a little bit more uh, obtrusive than mm-hmm. or uh, <laughs> ostentatious than these. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird walking around with them. And it's a little embarrassing because they're just so bulky. Yeah, they're so bulky and they're not slim and sleek mm-hmm. and, and like you can't almost see them. Like most of the most mm-hmm. of the headphones I've ever, always had before were just you know you can barely even see that they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are very you know, but they're like Bluetooth and everything, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're really they're really cool and. Um, so I listen to my podcast and different mm-hmm. things and music and whatever while I'm, you know, I, I was, that's part of my helping, helping me cope with the outside world right, and right, all right. the stimuli mm-hmm. or whatever, which I didn't even know back then right. I was doing. I just did it because it, it made things easier. easier and I didn't really yeah. connect the dots until later. And then, um, so one day I'm listening to either a song or a podcast or whatever I was listening to, it ended. And I was also reading something uh on my phone like reading some articles or something for the show and even though the the sound stopped the uh i was still like i still had the headphones on that and i because i was in the middle of an article i didn't play something else right <clears throat> and i realized that like even like not not having music but just having the headphones on like made things a lot more bearable like right. I could still hear, right? But just muted. But everything was right. Everything was muted, and it was more tolerable. Everything mm-hmm. wasn't all like all crazy. Yeah. It's like it's like your security blanket. No, no, it was more like like like, like a the filter. like a, like yes, it's a buffer. Yeah, more like mm-hmm. a filter or a buffer mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I kind of after that I kind of started, and then I was like, hmm, well if these work. On the outside the house, mm-hmm. then maybe they work in the house too. <laughs> so like you know, when when Danya and and my wife start you know going at it and being all loud and overstimulating me and stuff, I was like, okay, let me slip these things on, and I slipped them on, and like, hey, you know, <laughs> the other day we went out shopping, or whatever, and I I brought them. I used to leave them in the car, mm-hmm. you know, and. I would just wear them in the car because it was it's harder in that enclosed space right. that is so small, and my wife would play music that I don't like, which also made things worse. <laughs> and she'd get mad if I want to play the oldie station. Like I get two songs, and then she's like, "Okay, we got to turn back," you know. And then, <laughs> so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm not even gonna like argue," you know. I'll just and mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have anything on. I would just have the headphones on, right, right. and then you know, Danya's squeaky voice was less squeaky, and but I could still hear. Her and I was right. like, "Wow!" So I was like, "Okay, why don't I just wear them?" And I mean, people don't know that I'm not listening to anything, mm-hmm. right? You know, so I wore them inside the store, and it was like a lot better. 
Yeah. You know, but my wife hates it. Yeah. You know, it's like you trying to shut us out and this and she doesn't she doesn't get it. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. get it at all. She doesn't understand it. Yeah. And it's like but that, she takes it personally. That, but and that's it's part like, of the problem even, of you guys not being on the same page cuz she doesn't get it, you know. And it's like, you know, uh, like you trying to shut out your family. You can't stand listening to your family and that I'm like oh. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I'm like, well, you know, I was like I I you know, if 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 I if I if I ask you to to tone it down, to be right. quiet, or you know, to lower your voice, that's offensive, and you get pissed off. Right. If I put on the headphones, you're pissed off about that. If I leave right. and go someplace else, you're mad about that, and we're not spending time together. Right. So what am I supposed to do? Right. Like I'm supposed to just, or I could just sit here and bear it like I've always been, and be in stressed out. Right, be stressed out and not a good mood, and then, you know, uh, you know, uh, and then if if I, uh, but then you're gonna be upset if my my temper is short, right? You know, which all this is a part of why you know, what seems like to you, I fly off the handle at the slightest provocation because right. I've been like, you know, I've been dealing with dealing with all this stuff right. all all day long, and then you know whatever you know to you it seems like nothing but to me it's like you know getting on your damn nerves yeah i've been like a, a pressure cooker about to explode yeah you know so yeah so she she doesn't get it she doesn't get it at all you know well, thing, you, you don't have any you, she you can still hear them right yep i can and she doesn't understand that you can you can still hear them she understands but it, 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 i don't i, don't I think that's not the point i, think I don't that, think she understands the the well the she doesn't problem. understand right. she doesn't she understand did. the problem i get right. that yeah. that's the issue but it, it it would seem like that's that's just seems like the perfect compromise you just you have earphones on but right you're not shutting your in fact it's you're, it's the opposite you're, you're that, not shutting anyone out that's the perfect compromise only if you understand I, yeah I, you I, know, I get that yeah. what it's how it how the earphones are functioning if you and don't I, understand what I problem. explained it to her I was like like baby don't take it personally it's not about you it's about me I'm just trying to find ways to cope better and and they actually they help me you know and I can still hear you you know and I told her that and I was you know I was wearing them when I was, and she was like all right I'll try to you know, I'll try to, you know, understand and whatever. But then just a couple hours later when we were in the house, I didn't have them on at first because I don't, you know, I don't want to be wearing them if I don't need them. You know what I mean? Just to be, right. you know, and, but then Danya started going and she I asked her to be quiet several times and she would not. And yeah. And that's it's you know, I'm, I'm trying to watch television, but I can't filter her out. That's the right. I don't have that ability. I can't I can't not hear her and I can't. And it gets. It's overwhelming trying to focus on something and trying to to zero in on one thing and 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 filter out things and I because I can't do it right and it just it it just gets crazy so uh, I put the earphones on and it's I mean it's not perfect mm-hmm. you know but it's better it's a lot better because I can't hear her as much I can't hear the TV as much either but I can't hear her as much which <laughs> you know you know uh, it, it, this just popped in my head. Um, yeah, you remember the movie uh, uh, Daredevil with uh, Ben Affleck, right? Um, one of the he he had like the one of those chambers to filter out the noise. But yeah. yeah, I mean that would be a, a perfect visual aid to show what things are like for you because like before he goes into that 
that chamber. Yeah, man, I'm it, sure it, that it, scene it, and the scene with Superman too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are those are two great scenes. Because you brought up the Superman one the last time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I forgot about the. That's good. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll I'll, I'll download uh, Daredevil and uh, show her that, and then maybe she'll be able to relate to it, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe. Uh, she'll get it then. Yeah. Because that's pretty much the, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good way to, to explain it or mm. to try to show it to somebody who doesn't get it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah. And it's, um, yeah. And of course, there's a scene in Mo Better Blues when um, Denzel Washington is writing a, a, a song and you can just, you can see him, well, you can, uh, his girlfriend's talking in the background, and the more he focuses on the music, the the more it tunes her out. Right. So it's like, it's which, like, I, which it's is like, what I can't do. This is what you can't do. Right. Yeah. You right. Know, that, you know. So. Right. Which is what she does because, yeah. like, I'm like, you, you know, if Danya's crying upstairs, mm-hmm. like she doesn't hear it. Yeah. I hear it. Yeah. Hmm. You know, if if Danya's and you're on the computer. And like I have to tell her to like, well, you guys know how my house is set up. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting on my spot in the den, whatever. You got the kitchen, and then my office on the other side of the kitchen. And you know, only have the, the only speakers are the the speakers that aren't built in on the monitor, which you know those things mm-hmm. don't get loud. Mm-hmm. But if Danya's got that turned all the way up, I can't. I can hear. I can hear it. Of and course. I can hear it like loud, and it like bothers me. I kind of have to tell her to turn it down. And my wife is like, like oblivious. Like, what are you talking about? I don't hear it. You know. So, but yeah, it's just it's crazy, and I don't know. It's it's just weird, and I'm still trying to figure out how to you know cope with this stuff and deal with this stuff. I went to a meeting at Daniel School for some kind of parent thing or whatever, and I don't really don't even know what it's about because. <laughs> This is the thing. They have these meetings in this room. It's kind of a an echoey room, mm-hmm. like which is horrible for, for yeah. somebody like me. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. It, period. Yeah, there's, there's no there's no carpet. There's Ugh. nothing to absorb the sound. Yeah, they got all these metal chairs. Yeah, every time someone <clears throat> excuse me, every time someone touches one of those chairs, it makes a sound and like echoes and just mm-hmm. reverbs. Mm-hmm. And then. All these parents bring all these little, all their little brats mm-hmm. <laughs> to this to this meeting all the time, and so you got all these kids that are just I hear all these voices, mm-hmm. and the principal's up there talking about whatever she's talking about, but I have to just—it's like I can zone. I, I'm not good at zoning out, but I figured out that for me, it's more—it's. It's more comfortable to attempt to zone out than zone in. Because mm-hmm. when I try to isolate mm-hmm. and like just listen to the principle and not listen to all the ambient noise, mm-hmm. that causes I can't do it and it doesn't work and I just get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So as a result, I had to just zone mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I had to try to tune out. I'll put my headphones on. And just just it just zoned out because and I can still hear all the ambient noise or whatever, but it was not it's not as bad. It's just worse whenever I have to focus. It's just worse, you know. And then like even even like in a conversation, you know, when I'm talking to somebody or whatever, or talking to my wife, and like Diane could be at the same volume she was been at, at the, for the last half hour, mm-hmm. but when I'm trying to have this conversation with my wife, 
then I can't do it because I can't focus on what she's saying because yeah. everything that Danya's saying is is in there and it it just yeah I don't know I just keep saying overwhelming because I don't really know any other word to well, that's what it explain is. it yeah I can relate I get super upset when people have like two if there's two TVs or a radio and a TV or music and uh-huh. I can't stand when there's two different like right. audio sources going on i like want to yell at people yeah. and i don't my friend would come over and she would be on her phone like looking at videos while the tv was on i'd be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> turn that shit off like Focus. i would yeah. go i would Focus. go on i'll be like, you gotta turn off one of these motherfuckers like i can't deal yeah you know so i mean i get it oh but- and talking to people when you can hear when like you know some people's phones or headsets they they allow a lot of ambient noise yeah that's the worst. The other, I had to get off the phone. I hate anytime I'm talking to my niece or my sister over there, yeah. and somebody else is home. Yeah, I have to. I have to get off the phone. Oh, because, my sister's good. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, good. No, I was just. I was just. I, that shit tri- set me off because my sister's good for that. <laughs> like, like she's good for not only does she have her shit. I don't even think she's like not even trying to block it out. I think she's like rudely on speakerphone all the goddamn time. Right. And so then, and then she'll just like. She always is like trying to have three conversations. She'll be talking to you, the goddamn dog, her kids, and the TV at the same time. I'm like, bitch, who are you talking to? Right, right. Are we having a conversation? Right. I mean, I like nine times out of ten, I'll just have to be like, okay, this is what I called to tell you. Bye. Like, I can't deal because she's constantly trying to. Yeah. And I feel like it's manipulative. I feel like it's a way to try to control other people, too. (laughs) No, seriously. Like, seriously. I feel like. That's just like you're like like you putting the headphones on is like your way of kind of like filtering out. I yeah. feel like people who do too too much all the time, it's like it's their way of like keeping everybody at a certain arm's length, you hmm. know. But that's neither here nor there. But anyway, well, I feel your pain, dude. But I think you're on the right track. I just, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. I think you guys have a little ways to go. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's yeah, we do. And I'm still it's so much. I'm still learning, you know? Like mm-hmm. I was I just found out I just figured out that's um that's why I don't like roller coasters. Like I, I didn't know that. And it was mm-hmm. like I was reading an article or whatever like, "Oh yeah, it just people <laughs> whatever they're saying they don't don't like roller coasters." Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh, yeah, it makes sense because too overstimulating. It's funny. My wife likes to say that I'm afraid of roller coasters, mm-hmm. which but it's not fear. Well, not only is it not fear, she know I've gone to Magic Mountain with her mm-hmm. and rode everything that she rode, rode everything that was there mm-hmm. with all of our friends. You know, like and I've done it more than once. Mm-hmm. But I finally got to a point where it's like I don't really Enjoy like it. this. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? I'm not. You know, so now I, I won't do it because yeah. I don't like it. Right. Mm-hmm. And she tells Donnie, Daddy's afraid of roller coasters. I'm like, why would you say that? It's not right. accurate. It's not true. You know mm-hmm. I've been on roller coasters with you. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not afraid of them. I don't like them. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't like them either. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the you know, all the, the wind and the noise and the, the screaming the and the rickety. Screaming. Yeah. That's, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That shit drives me crazy. <laughs> You, you two should go to an amusement park and not get on rides together. Yeah, Charlie Bell and me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. certain rides. I just don't like. Yeah. That's 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 why you don't find amusement amusement parks amusing. <laughs> right, exactly. <sighs> but funny. yeah, I was like, oh wow, okay, that that makes sense. That's why I don't. 
like the roller coaster. <laughs> you don't even like the song roller coaster, by the way. <laughs> Ohio players. Ohio players. That's right. I knew it was was a band from Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) Say what? (laughs) Ow. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Now you joined in on that one, Charlie. Well, I had to correct you. Got to let the Ohio players get they due. Yeah, the OJs had backstabbers, which uh, is. uh, That's true. Which is uh, incredibly coincidental. But the Ohio players had those bomb-ass record covers. Well, I remember, like, uh, there's a show called, uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, a show called Wonderama. Wackadoo, 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 wackadoo. It was a kid's show. Later on, it morphed into a show called Kids Are People Too. And uh, the Ohio players, man, they they came on the show to promote their album. That's dope. Yeah, and... uh, since since uh, my family had uh, several Ohio player albums, which for a young boy was uh, in in the nineteen seventies was very stimulating. Yes, uh, <laughs> pre internet porn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, back in my day, we had to use our imagination to masturbate, boys. But <laughs> our imagination plus Ohio player plus record. Ohio, Ohio player record. Just one naked girl with honey all over. <laughs> And that's all we had. That's all we had. <laughs> and she wasn't even all that naked. <laughs> she had a fire pole and shit around her. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. She had a she had a fire a fire hose and honey all over her body. Her sticky sweet body. <laughs> oh God, yes, that sticky sweet lovely thing. <laughs> sweet sticky thing, yes, sir. But uh, <laughs> but come uh, back to us, Uncle Ruckus. Come back. <laughs> Come on back, Uncle Ruckus. Uh, I ain't Uncle Ruckus. I was a black girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little Chocolate City Y'all girl. Y'all about you. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that yeah, they had the they were promoting their record, and, and the guys like uh, we can't show the album cover. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, right. Not kid appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that album cover. My brother, my brother had that. Yeah, it's like, what brother didn't have it? <laughs> <laughs> when did they stop putting naked women on uh, the covers of albums? Never. I, don't, I was going to say, I don't think they ever did stop. Oh, yeah. Good, I'm going to start buying records again. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they, they, just, they didn't, they moved from records to CDs and, you know, now yeah. they're just MP3. Uh, they, they still have <laughs> naked covers, girls, but, they just don't have any music to go with it. Oh, <laughs> Well, they have the naked girls. They don't just don't have records. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But yeah. So yeah, this yeah this whole HSP thing and anxiety and all that stuff is crazy. Mm. Maybe um, you should start smoking weed. That back in the day when I did smoke weed, that was the only time in my life when I I had uh, good sleep. Mm. It was the only time. Also, oh, do you think do you think this plays into into your insomnia as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh wow. Yeah. Maybe you should go get Yeah, it. I can't um I a medical one of the reasons why I sleep with uh sitcoms on mm-hmm. because it's well for one, um like I can't have I can't handle anything with music or whatever. Mm-hmm. It won't allow me to sleep and mm-hmm. it'll become annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh so sitcoms they have just kind of the right <clears throat> the right uh Tone, and tone that's yeah that's going on and then it, you know this is it's, it's comedy so it's you right, know it's it's making me laugh and it's rela- relaxing because i'm actually listening to it while right. i go to sleep I mean, it's not just background noise i'm listening right. to it till i fall asleep <clears throat> but listening to the the show allows me 
to relax and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. If I don't have the show on, then my mind just races, mm-hmm. and I, I just I, I worry and I stress about mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I'm just like we're, we're almost a year in, and I'm just now getting to the point where I don't lose sleep over the show. Sounds like mm. you could benefit from some relaxation techniques. Um, I've had struggles with probably. Them. I mean, I I know how to. I know how to relax. I just need to go somewhere by myself <laughs> where it's quiet. Well, but, it's just but that's the whole thing to... about relaxation techniques is that you take them where you are. I mean, anyone can relax and they can get away from stressful environment. The whole point about a relaxation technique is it allows you to deal with the stressful environment. And I definitely suffered from insomnia a lot. And I had to learn some techniques to help me. Um, but... I mean, I definitely have also had a lot of friends and, and relatives who um, who have been helped, at least with the insomnia part, with um, medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's not – I mean, I would consider it if I were you. Like, you should at least look into it, especially if it's really – because I know you have to get up early in the morning. Yeah. So, um, it's worth looking into, but definitely, like um, – I have a breathing technique I'll show you later. Hmm. You know, I was reading this article that says there's a, a, a direct correlation between IQ and how much or how little you sleep. Hmm. Like, like the less you sleep, the higher your IQ is, and the more you sleep, the the lower it is. Oh, damn. Hmm. <laughs> I must be, like, sub-mammalian. I must be a damn near reptile because I sleep... My ass. <laughs> but no, but I have very irregular sleep patterns. So. I, uh, I, I just came out of hibernation. <laughs> I'm about to go back in. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. All right. You guys ready for some back in the day? Yeah. yeah. The Shiznit. The Shiznit. The Shiznit. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. All right. So on this edition of Back in the Day, we are talking about movies. Some of our favorite childhood movies. And as Yay! all. <laughs> And as always, we will start with my man, Damon. All right, all right. Yeah, back in uh, back in the day, I, I um, uh, my mom used to take me to uh, <coughs> to the movies like on special occasions and stuff. Uh, but like one of the the, uh, I think my dad took me to see this movie though. Uh, was uh, Escape to Witch Mountain? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, uh, Ike Eis- Eisenman and Kim Richards, and uh, for those now of you- oh sorry no yeah, yeah go ahead now of Real Housewives fame yeah Real, yeah, yeah Real, Real Housewives, Housewives of Beverly Hills yeah. really yeah yeah oh wow yeah she uh, back in the seventies she was like the child actress she was she and her sister well, I don't remember her sister but I, I do remember her she was like yeah, I on, do too yeah, she, she was, was on, on a lot of stuff a lot of stuff a lot of uh, stuff yeah. uh, courtship I mean not not courtship of Eddie's father uh, what was it uh, the, uh, Nanny and the Professor yeah um, that's right she was on yeah. Nanny and the Professor and then like in her teenage years she was on Hello Larry and she was on different strokes and uh, then she just kind of disappeared yeah <laughs> but yeah she was like for 
for a long time. She was uh, she was everywhere. And uh, Ike Eisenman also he was he 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 also was in a lot of uh, he was a, another popular child star back then. <clears throat> and they both made cameo appearances in the uh, uh, in the 19, in the two thousand nine remake with uh, The Rock called Race to Witch Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit they need to leave alone. <laughs> uh, Oh, it, it was it was it was, but uh, yeah, the movie basically was about uh, these uh, two orphans uh, who are uh, uh, telepathic and telekinetic, right? Uh, who are who basically remember that they're they're trying they that they need to get home to Witch Mountain, mm-hmm. and uh, they're being chased by this uh, multi millionaire who is trying to control their powers so he can get richer. <laughs> and uh you know the whole thing is the you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh you know the whole thing is cool you know there's a dancing mop uh tony <laughs> tony's telekinetic and he only can can do stuff with his uh, harmonica and uh, and uh tia's telepathic and she can touch locks and unlock them and uh it, it was uh, it was just really cool. It was like the first. It was the first movie that I ever read the book that was that the movie was based on. Okay. Yeah, it was a it was a sci fi <clears throat> fantasy uh, book called Escape to Witch Mountain. Right, and it, right. It was, and that was when I learned the cruel thing that that based on a book meant that the book was completely different <laughs> than, exactly. than the uh, than the uh, uh, than the movie. <laughs> Well, I, I love this. I love that movie too, and I have to say that this week I'm I'm proud of both of you guys. You guys both did a a much better job of picking things that I loved when I was a kid, <laughs> and I appreciate that. I'm gonna well, need for you to stop judging. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I gave you props <laughs> <laughs> for once. I, I, last last week you were like. Argh. My parents didn't listen to that kind of hippie music. That wasn't no good music. Don't nobody nobody like Stevie Wonder. That's not what I said. Damn near. Sounds about it. That sounds good. Plus, did you get right right up behind me and start talking about, well, the way you feel about Stevie Wonder, that's how I feel about Motown. (laughs) Well. Like, Motown's corny. Judgy, <laughs> hold up. Judgy Wudgy was a bear. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love that uh, that whole series uh, as a kid, and mm-hmm. I'm actually uh, uh, think I'm gonna uh, watch it with my daughter. Aww. Yeah, I think she would like it. There was also a 1995 version with uh, Elizabeth Moss from uh, Mad Men. She, hmm. uh, Which who is she on Mad Men? She was Peggy. Uh, oh, Peggy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah, she was she was another child actress and uh I actually watched that one too. <laughs> I, I watched them all over the weekend. <laughs> then, then I watched football. <laughs> Maybe you he's like he's like uh, no, this is Damon. Can we can we record the show like at two thirty on Sunday so I can watch football and, and, and a whole bunch of Disney movies first? <laughs> and make all my teams lose. <laughs> Hey, it, 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 you know, it, it's it's not easy for a man to watch Disney movies, man. <laughs> I need my weekends. <laughs> All right, Charlie Bell, what was your pick? You know, my pick was Ease On Down, Ease On Down the Road. <laughs> the Wiz. That's yeah. that. Man, The Wiz. Now, The Wiz holds up. The Wiz holds up. Like... 
first of all, I mean, The Wizard of Oz was was and still is one of my favorite, favorite movies. I always loved Dorothy. I always loved that story. It was just totally magical. But when The Wiz came out, I was like, that's me. Like, it totally makes a difference, I think, to have, you know, people of the same race and ethnicity that you can really identify with. Like, at least for me as a kid, I really felt one with the, the, the Dorothy and The Wiz. Well, see, I thought you were identifying with New York City. Well, that too. That too. No, it was Chicago. It was Chicago. No, it was, New- it, was in- it was supposed to be Harlem. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh. But I think another thing about like really good kid movies is that they, that as an adult, when you go back and look at them, you see like more layers to it that you didn't catch on as a kid. Mm-hmm. And when my the most recent time that I watched The Wiz, mm-hmm. and I was like, and Michael Jackson was singing, you the Scarecrow, win. the mm-hmm. You Can't Win. Mm-hmm. I was like. And they was really mm-hmm. telling the kids what it was about, fitting to be about. Like, <laughs> you can't win. You can't break. And you, you can't break even. You can't win. You can't break even. And you can't get out of the game. And actually, he did get out of the game. But well. <laughs> anyway. uh, but you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. And, Why, that, I and, mean, that, and that, song was, that song was added specifically for the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was great. It was so great. <laughs> Eveline. Now to me, fellas. Eveline. My whole garbage oh, guts yeah. here done forgot the crow commandments again. Fellas, <laughs> I did not forget the crow commandments, please. Run them by me. Run them by me. Impulsive. Thou shall never, never get down off of this here pole. You got it, Clyde. <laughs> and the crow anthem. I gotta sing that thing again. <laughs> you gotta look ready till you get it. Illusion day. You know what's weird? The weirdest thing to me about this scene in this movie is how masculine Michael Jackson looks. Oh yeah. With that that rugged, yeah, rugged big jaw. Yeah. And that's funny because we talked about how gay he looks back when That was the shit. But but really though, like that that movie is so deep. It's really telling you about like yeah because well, a lot of what you're dealing with, people are put negativity. Like mm-hmm. it's all about overcoming negativity, mm-hmm. believing yourself. Mm-hmm. When Lena Horn came through at the end, mm-hmm. I was like, "That's my grandmama, Lena Horn, is my grandmama." <laughs> and actually, my my grandma's name really is Lena, and she totally reminds me of Lena Horn. Like, and I mean, it was just so magical. I was like, "Yes, mm-hmm. believe in yourself right from the start." Yeah. You've got I, yeah, so it's so good. Anyway, I, watch the Wiz, y'all. <laughs> I remember uh, my first encounter with the Wiz was uh, my, uh, my my well, she wasn't really she she was technically she was uh, she was the head of the the gifted program at my elementary school, mm-hmm. and basically she she was like she she had the the soundtrack album to the to the Broadway musical. Who's this mm-hmm. dude? Uh, uh, her name was Mrs. Lawrence. 
Um, she she was uh, she she introduced me to the Wiz. Oh, okay. and uh, yeah, we we uh, we had to we actually did we did a, a a version of Pandora's Box, but we had the soundtrack from the Wiz playing in the background while oh, nice. we did while we did the stuff from Pandora's Box. How cute! But, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that was um, my first two Broadway plays that my that I ever was taken to mm-hmm. as a little girl. Where um, I got to see The Wiz, the mm-hmm. original <clears throat> Jeffrey Holder production. Oh, cool! Yeah, it was amazing. It blew my mind as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then Annie. So oh, I okay. see Annie. Yeah, it was the same time period. Yeah, I. Um, the best thing about The Wiz was it united Michael Jackson with Quincy Jones. Yes. Uh, That's right. There would be yeah. no off the wall. Yeah. Because at, right. at, at that point, Michael Jackson's career, I mean, the Jacksons had like a couple albums right. out, but they weren't. Right. You know, they were just, they were okay. It was like that limbo land between Destiny's Child and Beyonce solo. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even think, they weren't even as hot as Destiny's Child at that point. No, definitely yeah. not. I mean, but I was, then, yeah. And then, like, I'm just giving the kids yeah, today yeah, a, me- yeah, you know, yeah, a metaphor, an yeah. allegory for yeah. what they. Can. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, they, they it, without that, that's how they, that's how they met, and uh, that's right. or at least, at least that's how they connected, right? Musically, yeah, musically, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's right, kids. Without the whiz, there would be no off the wall, mm-hmm. no thriller. Mm-hmm. They're like, what, what, no, what? Plas- no plastic <laughs> surgery. No, even little kids. My little like net five and four year old nephews and nieces, they love Michael Jackson. Mm. It's Michael Jackson is turning out to be like tri- timeless. Like little kids love Michael Jackson. I, I remember years ago I showed uh, <coughs> I showed my little cousin a picture of Michael Jackson when he was black. <laughs> and uh, when, and he was when he was a black man. Yeah, when, well, no, when he was a black boy. Oh. <laughs> right, right. And he's like, that ain't Michael Jackson. I was like, no, no, it is. He he, he did not believe me. <laughs> 28 years old he still doesn't believe me yeah. <laughs> that's funny so what was your pick Dino my pick is a recycled pick from one of your picks from a different show oh, which is uh, Bugsy Malone oh. yeah I love that little movie yeah. and that's another one I plan on watching with my daughter oh, I think yeah. she'll love this she will it's so cute especially with the singing and dancing because she yes. loves all of that so good So, but yeah this is cool it was like Blousy. hi Blousy it's kind of like a, yeah, a, a feature-length R gang, you know? Yeah. A, 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 a whole movie with nothing but kids yeah. playing all the grown-up parts and everything. Yeah. and it's like, the, it's like the Cotton Club as played out by the Little Rascals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, That's good, right. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. It's a speed place. <laughs> oh, this is the shit. Yeah. Sam, you're killing it. You don't have to sit around complaining about the way your life has wound up. And this starred uh, Jodie Foster yes. when she was a child. Yes. Child star. And Scott Bayo. Right, Scott Bayo and Jodie Foster. And that was uh, Scott Bayo's big break. Yeah. The first thing he had. Uh, did. Yeah, it was great. He had a lot of charisma. Yeah. They said uh, there was a documentary that I, I, I saw with uh, the Bugsy Malone. Oh, really? And, yeah. And uh, the girls were talk- uh, one of the girls were talking about how all the girls in England were talking about Scott Bale. They're like, oh, my God, he's so smashing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was, he, yeah, he was, uh, and, and the girl who was, like, supposed to be his love interest on the mm-hmm. show hated him. 
Aww. Yeah. I was looking for that one song, my favorite. I couldn't find it. We could have been anything we wanted to be. That was the finale, right? Yeah. 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 That was so great. <laughs> I love oh that. The little pie guns. Yes. <laughs> yes. So good. And the thing that's interesting is like Paul Williams <laughs> is singing the lead on all these songs. And Paul Williams was like a, in the 1970s he was like this go-to producer right. for uh, TV and TV and uh, movie musicals. Didn't okay. they just do like a um, documentary on him? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, a year or so ago. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like, the kids were probably taller than him. Yeah, and he's he super had, short. Yeah, and he had he had blonde hair, and he was on Fantasy Island every two weeks. Yeah, but he was talented yeah. as fuck. Yeah, right? oh yeah, yeah, like, super yeah. prolific. Yeah, and- yeah. <coughs> and if you want to hear him sing, just watch Bugsy Malone. <laughs> yeah, great, so good. Yeah, so good. <laughs> See, that's a good thing about having a kid is being able to relive all of this stuff with her. Yeah, that's true. Who, need, who needs a kid? I watched it last week. <laughs> I remember way back when. And everybody said, I remember way back when. What? What? The shiznit. The shiznit. The shiznit. All right. All right. <laughs> well, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. And, uh, oh, I have an, a little bit of announcement to make. We have uh, accomplished yet another milestone. <gasps> what? Yes. Dun, 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 yes. Bum, 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 bum. We have reached over 10,000 downloads. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Yeah, over 10,000, which we, like I said, technically we reached it before, but now we like it's officially, official. yeah, like not, you know, counting the Deuce and Dino show and then right. this, whatever, just the Red Rock Network since January, 10K. Yeah. Over 10K downloads. All so. right. And we're yeah. coming up on our year anniversary. Yes, we are. We should do a little. Good man. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, with that, also I want to give a shout out real quick to uh, to Ricky L. Hines the second, who uh, um, is the host of the AUA podcast. Um, he had me on his show, I believe it was yesterday, and that show will probably be coming out later on this week so you guys might want to check that out um so shout out to him shout out to lavinia from um just thinking out loud formerly the nerdy black chicks and uh shout out to latone hart there'll always be the nerdy black chicks in my heart okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah she'll she'll be coming on the show sooner sooner one of these days but uh, so will Ricky. Ricky will be coming on too, and uh, many others, many others. There's many of them out there, and we barely scratched the surface. But uh, thanks again, guys, for uh, tuning in this week, checking us out. We'll see you next week. Follow us all on the social media. Holler at us. And uh, for Charlie Bell, for Damon Stanford, this is Dino Red saying good night. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424 261 
4878. This has been The Shiznit.